Isn't that beautiful? You just saw uh, pictures, a compilation of pictures of what has happened in this campus uh, around the last two years. And so if this is your first time, first of all, good morning. Or buenos dias. Okay, yeah, we usually, I usually get a little more feedback. I'm working on that. Um, but yes, this morning we are actually talking about happiness. My name is Otto Javier Lemus Pineda, or if that's too complicated, my closer friends call me OJ. As orange juice, not other individual, okay? Uh, and yes, uh, well, first of all, how many students there or, or those who are about to start a new year are in the house if that's one of you can you raise your hand i see i see one here how many others i know i see others there can we cheer for them for a second let's cheer for a second 10 seconds yes Woo! you guys got this excellent it's great to have you guys here um you might see some of the connecting cars over there please feel free to fill them, uh, and then we'll get in contact with you and we'll let you know some of the uh, weekly rhythms that we have for you guys. Um, so, I'm, I'm not the teaching pastor, so let me tell you this. If you are not completely convinced, please come next week and give it another shot, okay? And I promise you, it's gonna, you're gonna love it and you're gonna say, I'm glad I came again, but I'll do my best. I promise you, I promise you, amen? Um, so, uh, we're coming to the conclusion of the book of Proverbs. Uh, and this is actually the last week. Yes, we're, we're, this is the last week. Next week is going to be completely different topics. Uh, and, and Proverbs has just been so, so uh, of a blessed for us because we get a lot of the timeless wisdom uh, from the Lord. Uh, and, and we are seeking, you know, in our lives to bring, uh, to please Him, you know, through also being happy. And so you all know this little emoji. You might be like, what is that? I mean, but it, my generation, you know, used to type those, you know, to express, you know, like a smiley face. And this one will actually be like, you're super happy, right? It's like you get invited to be part of the big giveaway. So you will use this one, right? I mean, it's, it's like, yes, I'll use this one express more, more as a happiness, you know? And so... Uh, but today and this morning, we're going to be speaking a little more of what's uh, genuine happiness, uh, what's ultimately finding our joy in the Lord. Because let's be honest, sometimes we look for those things that bring a temporary joy, but they don't last long. Charles Spurgeon. Yes, it kind of looks a little weird, sorry. It's, he says, it's not how much we have. Uh, but how much we enjoy what makes happiness. Um, and in this morning, allow me to start a little bit with a game. How many of you like road trip games? When you're, you know, in the car for 12 hours going to El Paso or to, you probably had a road trip, you know, come on, let's be honest. How many of you just sit in the car and don't talk? No, like we try to, you know, bring some entertainment to our families, right? And so on this morning, we're going to, Play a little bit, a little bit, and this is a game called What Would You Rather? Have you played that game? Yeah, well, come on, we're talking about happiness, okay? You can say yes! Okay, uh, so let's play a little bit. This is PG, of course. 
So what would you rather? Would you rather to go without TV for the rest of your life? Or would you rather to go without junk food? Think about it. Okay, let me get actually a little bit of feedback. Okay, how many go without TV for the rest of your life? Oh, I see some hands. Yeah, no tablets either. Okay, TV is TV, okay? Uh, okay, how many of you without junk food? I guess the rest, right? Okay, yes, you made a decision and it's like, okay, actually that's good for me, no junk food. Uh, okay, let's do the next one. Let's, let's up our game a little bit. What would you rather, no bath for a month or you don't brush your, te your teeth for six months? Some people might say like both, right? I mean, why not? No, 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 okay, no, 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 let's do it. Okay, no bath for a month, raise your hand. Okay, and then uh, no brushing your teeth for six months. Oh, come on, okay. No judging, judge-free zone, we, this is church and we love you, yes, okay. And then this one is a little tricky. You're coming on Sunday morning and then you're, you're asked to do either one of these two. Last moment, okay? What would you rather? And it says choose, sorry. Sub Samuel leading worship or sub Pastor Carlos preaching the sermon? You can only pick one, can only pick one. Okay, let's see. How many will do the worship? Worship, okay. So that's, that's, that excites me, okay? How many will do the preaching? Excellent. So, when we think about this, okay, when we think on, on what would choose either topics, you know, weren't the easiest one, but we tend to pick those that are actually a little more comfortable and make us feel, you know, in a, in a better place. That's kind of like what the human nature is about, okay? Even in the worst circumstances, we will find a place where we can feel ourselves a little better, yeah? And so, Let's talk about, a little bit about temporary happiness, yeah? Proverbs 14, 12 says, there is a way that appears to be right, but in the end, it leads to death. Maybe not showering for a month will lead you to a death, right? I mean, but, but sometimes we tend to take the shortcuts and then try to be uh, just whatever, you know, make ourselves go through the most easiest path. And, and, and this can lead, you know, to maybe a one-time moment of being well, but then might have consequences in the future, okay? When we talk about temporary happiness, okay? I, I, I'm gonna confess myself a little bit here, you know? I mean, there's certain things that even when there's hard seasons, I, want, I will say, you know, it bring me a little comfort, okay? Ne, my wife Nere might be going through the most difficult exams, you know, uh, and then there's, there's just this heat, you know, 145 degrees outside, right? And it's like, this is Texas, welcome. Uh, and, and, then, and then different circumstances, my fridge is, is, is off, you know, and then the AC is not working. Well, I have some things that actually bring a little comfort to me. Sometimes can be shoes, you know. But those are getting too expensive. But I'm gonna, sh I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell you, something that really brings comfort to me, even in the worst situation, you know what this is? It's coffee. <laughs> it's coffee. If you are like me and you love coffee, 
I mean, a good cup of coffee in the mornings, afternoon, evening, I guess at any time, you know, that I need it, it will make my day a little better, you know. And I like, I'm a little picky with my coffee, and we're not going to get to that because then you have to pray for me, okay. But, I mean, sometimes we try to find our temporary happy, you know, that, that little moment that it will help us to go through. But at the end of the day, it's not what is going to solve our problems. And so, I want to I wanna talk a little bit about this. We're, we're, and we're going to go a lot through the word. Uh, you don't have to read every, every verse, but, but stay with me because if you, if you, this is Grace Bible Church. So we're going to read the Bible a lot, okay? But let's talk about some key to happiness. And whenever, going back a little bit, whenever we think on happiness, we think that when we are in the Lord, we meant to be happy since the moment we accept Christ. And let me tell you, that might not be the absolute truth at all. Actually, whenever you come to Christ, you might find yourself in a spot where you're going to be less happier than before. And you're going to be asking yourself, well, why? If I was supposed to come to you, Lord, and you are good, you are love, and you are everything, why I'm being miserable in this moment? Or maybe you are deciding to serve the Lord, you know? And it's like you, you, you have a good income, and you're in a better situation, the best situation of your life, and then you decide, okay, I'm going to participate on the Bible studies, where I'm going to serve in these events, where I'm going to come and be part of the, of the ministries, you know, or I'm going to serve my neighbor. And then while you're doing that, you are finding that you're just having the most difficult time. And it's like, it doesn't match. You know, it's like, okay, I love the Lord, but I'm not being completely happy. I'm supposed to be fully happy. What's, what's going on? And so, let me... Let me go through some key aspects to not just be happy, but actually be content and be fully uh, joyful, even in the worst situations that you might be going. Because happiness is not always equal to be completely well. And so, let's go to the first one. And the first one is, we should pursue wisdom. Often, when we read about Proverbs, uh, to have genuine happiness, it, it has to be about pursuing wisdom in the Lord. And it's a contrast with pursuit uh, instant gratification, you know. Uh, and then it, here in this book, I mean, it highlights the pursuit of lasting happiness through wisdom. And so let's go to... Uh, Proverbs 3, 13 to 18. It says, Dichoso, joyful, is the person who finds, who finds wisdom. The one who gains understanding, for wisdom is more profitable than silver, and her wages are better than gold. Wisdom is more precious than rub rubies. 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 You always help me. Thank you. Nothing you desire can compare with her. The, the word is very clear about how we, in our pursuit of wisdom, the more we get to know who 
the Lord is, the more we get to know who his purpose for us is, the more we will understand why we're here on this earth. And it's not just to be happy. It's not just to have money, a degree. Those who are starting or are in the middle of a master degree or PhD know that sometimes, you know, yeah, have the title, being at the graduation ceremony. Oh, what a joy, what a glorious day. But the road to that is complicated. And so even though you are acquiring knowledge and you're growing, sometimes it's going to be just difficult. And so, but when you pursue wisdom in the Lord, the more you are closer to God, even when you are going into the valley of shadow and death, you know that he is with you. And so you're going to be with joy knowing that your enemy or your surroundings cannot destroy you because you are with him. Amen? Let's go through joy, through obedience. How many of us have a little difficulty to be obedient? I love that. I was like, yes, here, you know. <laughs> yeah, sometimes being obedient, you know, it's, it goes against our own nature. It goes against what we want. But the joy, true obedience is really important because obeying God's commands uh, and live with integrity that's, that's, that's kind of like something that is equal, you know. Uh, you obey God and then you will live with the integrity. Uh, and if, if you're there in Proverbs 10 says, people with integrity walk safely. Except in the head, right? No, I'm just kidding. But those who follow crooked paths will be exposed. And so the more you walk in integrity, that's, that's not going to threat what you have in your life. Have you ever, you know, commit maybe a little, a little thing, you know, that you probably owe something to someone, you didn't return a phone call, and then you see the person and you're just like walking, like, I hope he don't see me, I hope he don't see me. That's not live fully, right? It's like sometimes we complicate ourselves for not being able to walk with integrity. We need to embrace discipline and correction for personal growth. How many times in our lives, We've been corrected, and, and it's something that we don't like in our nature. It's not comfortable, but when someone is doing it with the right heart, you will understand that it's for growing. We choose the path of righteousness and avoid wickedness. More and more in this time, we have any opportunity to actually cho choose weakness or wickedness, sorry. We have the opportunity, we have the temptation, but it's, it's, it's something that we need to do, even when it means probably less of a profit, less of, of, of a wellness for you. We need to choose the path of righteousness. And it's important that in the obedience, we listen to the wise counsel and guidance. Often people will come to you and will tell you, hey, Brother, sister, you know, this is what you're doing. I, I can see in the Bible. It's, it's not right. It, it's going to lead you to, you know, complicate your life. We have the opportunity to choose if we are going to be obedient 
or we're just gonna go in a complicated path. But don't disregard, and this is not just for the young people, like me, 39 years old, right? Uh, this is not just for, for, for us, the younger generation in the room. This is for everyone. We all need to learn from each other, but every time we receive guidance, we receive counsel. If it's according to the Bible, pay attention. It might save you from a lot of troubles. Another key aspect is cultivating healthy relationships. How many of us love to hang out with our friends? Honestly, I love to hang out with friends. I love to have people, you know, in the house. I love to uh, pick up, you know, David and then, you know, just hang out or do stuff or have people. We have, we have a pool in our complex. It's great. But we need to cultivate. That's different than just hang out. We need to work all the time to have healthy relationships. And let me tell you something. Sometimes that's not going to be easy. And in Spanish, we have a saying that says, la verdad duele. The truth hurts, right? A friend that loves you will bring trust, will bring truth to your life. A friend that loves you will want to see you to be built up in your life, that got built up in your life. A friend that loves you is going to encourage you. And sometimes it's going to discourage you too to do things that are sinful or are against the nature of God. And so choose loyal and trustworthy friends. This is kind of hard because yes, it's, but look around. Just, just take a quick look around. There's an opportunity to make trustworthy friends everywhere you see in this room. Because we all have fear of the Lord, right? I don't hear many amens, but we all have fear of the Lord, right? And so this means that we will allow the Lord to pour in our lives so we can pour into others. And we help and we walk together. We speak words of kindness and encouragement. I, I, I love this verse um, that I actually lost. <laughs> Thanks for bearing with me. Everyone enjoys a fitting reply. It is wonderful to say the right thing at the right time. Don't you appreciate when people speak to your life on time? I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put someone on the spot, you know. Sorry, someone, you're used to it. Um, but I love the relationship we have with someone. I love, and, and, and with everyone and staff, but I, I love when someone, you know, it's like, having, I'm having a great idea, right? Like, hey, let's bring tacos for all Brian and College Station, you know? And then someone's like, déjame decirte algo, let me tell you something. And then he just helped, you know, to, uh, I love when people speak in time and then we're not trying to make a discala for all Brian and College Station. This is just a silly example, but. It's important that we speak words of kindness, of encouragement. It's important that we practice forgiveness and reconciliation. And I probably don't need to get deep in this, but think about, maybe you need to practice this on this morning, on this day. Maybe you need to make a phone call to a family member. Maybe you have someone in the past that you hurt. 
Maybe someone hurt you and you need to let it go. It's important that we practice forgiveness and reconciliation. And then value honest and open communication. This is something that is probably difficult, you know? Because when someone tells you, hey man, you know, you look great, but your hair doesn't, you know, it's, it's something that, well, for those who have more hair, you know what I mean? It's, it's great, you know, but it's, it, it's often it's difficult. But when you cultivate a healthy relationship, you know that the person coming to you is not doing it with a bad intention. So that's something that we need to build. It's something that needs to be work, you know. It's going to take time. And sometimes, church, especially for those uh, younger, you know, time is really important. I mean, we don't want to invest much time. You know, it's like whenever I conquer my wife, you know, it took me, it took me quite a bit, you know. I mean, and I had to talk to her parents. And I had to talk to the grandparents. And I had to buy, I mean, it was, it was just, it took a time. I, I mean, and my goal is to make her fall in love every day, right? Uh, but it takes time. But we just want a microwave, instant, you know, thing, and we just click, and I want to be happy. And so be my girlfriend, let's get married, let's have 20 kids, and then let's do two uh, football teams, and that's it. We are going to win everything. By the way, football, not soccer. That is another topic. The church. And so, going to the next one. Let's find gratitude and contentment. And this is a key element in our lives. Because often, we go walking in life and we are trying to find all this instant of happiness. And we're looking for the next thing. This looks like I'm selling phones, right? The next big thing, you know. We're looking for that next big thing. But we're not content with what we have. We don't enjoy what we have. We're wishing for something else. And we don't see what God has given us. When we see in Proverbs about being, we have gratitude and contentment. A chill for heart is a good medicine, but a broken spirit taps a person's strength. Church, if this morning you're visiting us, and maybe you've been going around and around and around and around in your life, maybe the Lord is calling you to focus on Him and focus on what you have. When we came back from well, we came from Guatemala four years ago yesterday. Uh, we, were, we were here and we were feeling lonely and it was tough. And we were looking back, looking back. One day we said, okay, let's see what the Lord has for us in this place. And it really changed our perspective. And it really changed the way we connect with others. Church, I invite you to enjoy what you have today. See what you have and then pour into others. Don't wait for a bigger house to host 
you know, a, 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 maybe a prayer night or have your neighbors over and share the gospel. Don't wait for that. With what you have, you do what you need to do to share the gospel. And the Lord will see it. And the Lord will, probably will give you more, but you always go back to him and you put it in his hands. Lord, what you're giving me is yours, is yours, and you is yours. We're not wishing for something that we don't have. We're looking to what we have and we put it in his hands. And then we look to help others. Another key aspect. Es mejor dar que recibir. You know, it's better to give than receive. I'm just translating. You show kindness and generosity to those who are needy, to those who are, and here says poor. But poor is, doesn't always equal financial, financially, you know, talking. One of my closest friends in Guatemala, he, he's a millionaire. You know, and then when we got together, the Lord put us together. He was in extreme need, not of money. There was nothing that I can offer him financially that he didn't have access to. But he was longing for an encounter with the Lord. And so we walked together. Until this day, I can see, you know, how the Lord worked in him through the church. And then now he has a family and he sees a future in the Lord. We can do that for others. We can help others when people are broken. And you might, you, might, you might think, well, I'm in the same situation. You know, how am I gonna help others? Believe me, when we are closer to God, remember about wisdom, when we get closer to God, the closer we get, we can help more. And so just depend on the Lord. Show kindness and generosity to those in need around you. We, we used to say in Guatemala, have, have a sense of smell, you know, like go around. Like, okay, who needs, who needs a, a, of the Lord, you know? Who is actually having a need? Instead of being passive, be active. And then speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves. This world, every day is more broken. We know that. We know that this world needs more and more of the Lord. But what are we doing about it? Are we speaking for those who cannot speak? Are we defending those who need to be defending? Are we showing Christ to those who cannot see it because they're in trouble? This, this will change the life of others, and it will change you. Often the problem is that we see everything that we have, but we don't put to practice what we know. And that church will make us feel, I'm gonna use this word, miserable. You know, when you have something, but you don't use it, it's like, what's the purpose? What's the purpose of having the best coffee of the world from Guatemala, you know, and then never open the bag? And never sharing it, you know, and never drink it with friends. What's the purpose? It's useless. What the Lord wants to do is in the position, in the place where you are, in your work, 
in your career, in your classroom, if you're a teacher, for those amazing teachers who are here, the Lord wants to use you to speak for those who cannot speak for themselves. And with that, offer wise and compassionate advice to others. Sometimes people don't wanna hear advice from others, but ask to the Lord for opportunities to give advice from the experience that the Lord has given you. He will use you to build the life of others. And these are some of the keys, you know, that going through the book, there's just many more, there's many more, and there's, you, you, you'll find so many more verses, you are gonna find, you know, so much more of the book of Proverbs. But these are some of the things that I wanna invite you to have in your heart. Look for wisdom. Find joy in true obedience. Cultivate healthy relationships. Have gratitude and contentment and help others. Mentioned you briefly a few minutes ago. Yesterday, four years ago, makes sense in Spanish, I hope it makes sense in English. We arrived to College Station and it was probably the biggest change of our lives. Being 10 years in ministry in Guatemala, we had so many friends, family, and then on August 12, we never flew to Vegas for pre-academics, and I flew here, and after spending the night outside of our apartment, because the apartment complex was closed at 10 p.m., and we had no idea, you know, I slept outside of the apartment, and then next day, I was looking for Wi-Fi, and walking to HEB at 2 p.m., which I thought it was gonna be very wise, you know? And it was just difficult. But now four years after, not because I'm on staff, or it's because we're actively looking for those who are coming to the city. Because we were broken, financially and spiritually a little bit too, you know? We were, we were, we were crushed by all the situation, and then the church, Grace Bible Church and other churches in College Station, help us to become what we see today, where we are today. So don't diminish the power of approaching to someone and just lending a hand. It might change the whole future because it's not about you but we all together as the body of Christ, we collectively, you know, show grace and love to others. And one by one, we build in the life of others and we change the perspective of life. And people will trust in the Lord because of our actions. So don't disregard what you can do. And, and you, you saw this, you saw this uh, at the very beginning. It's, it's just our invitation to actively seek for international students. And then, you know, there's, if you scan this, you will see different ways to participate. From La Discada that someone mentioned to even adopt a student. We were adopted. We're here. 
we're, I'm just a Guatemalan coming four years ago, you know, but we're here today. And so don't disregard what God can do through you. And I'm, I'm finishing with this personal story, okay? You, you might see this, okay? So last Monday, uh, Nere and I, after a long summer, uh, and having family over, we had the mission trip that you so generous and kindly were part of it. Um, and we're starting college, young adult and international student ministry. Uh, I was like, well, semester is about to start. Let's take a day with the Lord, you know. And we started very happy because after 20-something days of having my in-laws here, which is a blessing, you know, and if you're seeing these suegros, I love you all, you know, come often, you know, but we wanted to be by ourselves, you know, and just wake up late and make coffee and then head out, you know, to this, to this park. And I forgot that we were in Texas, you know, sorry. Uh, we start hiking around like 8 a.m. or something, I don't remember the time. But by the time we were done, we hiked like, probably four miles and a half. And we started feeling a little awful, you know? It was like, yeah, you can laugh, please laugh, okay? So we started very joyful, you know? And it was like, here we go, and we were praying, and we were reading the word, you know? And, and it, was, it was incredible time together with the Lord. Like, we were pouring into each other, and then we were reading the Bible, singing songs. And then after four miles, I check on the uh, weather app, and it says excessive heat warning. And I'm starting to see my skin, you know, like it moves, you know, and I'm starting to feel dizzy, and so we still have to go back. Um, and so what started as a day with the Lord, it turned into the pilgrim's progress. <laughs> we were walking. I mean, we were not even hiking anymore, but we're like very happy, you know, like, I mean, Lewis and Clark, I don't know. I mean, it's just like we're walking, you know, very, and then we were dragging ourselves and taking 10 minutes break every five minutes, you know. And so we were barely making it. And, and we were still three and a half miles away. Believe me, we had a personal encounter with the Lord. We did. We did. But let me tell you something. Often the Christian life is like this. It starts with excitement. You might be called into ministry. You might be called to be part of a church, and it starts with excitement, and then as you're going, things get difficult, and we start dragging our feet, and it's like, why am I not so excited anymore? Often it's difficult, but let me tell you something. The Lord is faithful. It is not about excitement. It's about true joy getting to know the Lord, even in the most difficult situations. Yes, we barely made it, but I'm telling you, we were praying to get out of the, out of the little forest. And so I want to invite you, now that you're starting your semester, now that you are, I mean, College Station is like that. It's like semester starts and it's like, okay, 45 minutes line to get into uh, our favorite restaurant, right? Now that you're starting, don't, don't get disconnected from what the Lord is wanting to do in your life. It's not about to be excited. It's about to find joy in the Lord.
And I, and I want to invite you with this to go to Psalm 51, 12. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and make me willing to obey you. So church, if the Lord has called you at some point to be obedient in any capacity, in any way, he's calling you to something. It's gonna look difficult, but remember this. It's not about being happy. It's about having joy in obedience. And so I wanna invite our worship team and as we are wrapping this sermon, as we're wrapping this time, just let's live life fully in him and that we can find contentment, joy, and guess what the Lord has for our lives. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and make me willing to obey you. So may the joy of the Lord be our strength, guiding us through every season of life. And may our lives shine as the testimony of the happiness that's come from following his ways. Amen. Can I invite you to stand up and let's worship the Lord and let's just enjoy what he has given us.